Hi, and welcome to episode 35 of the Love Made Easy podcast. Jealousy is one of those things that can ruin a relationship. In this episode, we're talking about what to do when you or someone you're in a relationship with has been hijacked by jealousy. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com, and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast, where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited, and it's already inside you, waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love. And in this podcast and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. So, Otto, today... Today's episode is all about jealousy. And I'm just wondering, you were the one that chose the word hijacked. What do you mean? Well, you know, we've been teaching about jealousy for a long time. We've got a book and an audio program called No More Jealousy that we've been offering for many, many years from our website at susianato.com. And that's what happens when somebody is really bound up by jealousy when when jealousy is something that's present for them in a way it's like they've been hijacked you know they've been taken over and at at a certain level it doesn't even make any sense but what happens because of the the energy of the the just the feeling of jealousy that takes somebody over it's like they've been hijacked and and they have no control and that's the problem is that somebody feels like something is happening to them you know with somebody to the, that they love or about somebody that they love or care about or about even a situation it could even be a situation at work but their mind has been hijacked by thoughts about what is wrong what's not right what is going to happen what problems are going to ensue just all the bad stuff feels like they've been hijacked that's the way it feels and jealousy usually indicates that the person thinks something that they have is going to be taken away from them absolutely and you know i i've heard it said that envy is you you wanting what somebody else has and you don't have but you know it's a it's a whole ball of wax because you may uh, to broaden it a little bit you may have seen at work somebody got a a raise or a promotion and you didn't and so there can be you know by the definition envy but you know what it still doesn't feel good it still separates you from that person and it's still caused by our thinking isn't it 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 absolutely is and when somebody is having thoughts of jealousy it's and, and you mentioned it a moment ago there's this feeling going on of something that's important to you 
is going to be taken away. Something that you value, something that you hold dear is going to be taken away. And, you know, there's a little bit of a feeling, Susie, I think, of powerlessness. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most people in the in the heat of the moment, so to speak, they might not even be able to articulate that, but that certainly is part of the feeling that's going on. And when you're hijacked by jealousy, I, I mean, I can speak from uh, experience here. <laughs> you know, when you and I were first together, and I've told this story a lot, um, yes, I was definitely hijacked because I, I really wasn't a, a jealous person, uh, so to speak. You know, I'm, I, I think that's crazy to say you're a jealous person, and I certainly don't classify anybody as a jealous person. But I hadn't experienced that jealousy before, but here you were, you know, somebody that I really wanted to be with and, and wanted to spend time with, and you were spending your time with somebody else, you know, other people just talking, not doing anything wrong, you know, you weren't (laughs) out and about or whatever, but you were spreading your light... (laughs) <laughs> you know, you better this, explain to people this, what you mean by spreading my life. <laughs> you and and keep in mind, you know, this was when we were first in love, and and you know, there's this oh, this this intensity that's still there, okay, but it it shows up differently now, and it it's that that you were showing attention to other people that I wanted. That really had was what it came down to. And when I talk with people about jealousy, that's, that's usually what it comes down to, is maybe the other person isn't doing anything wrong, really, but maybe you aren't feeling like you're important enough to that person. You aren't getting the attention that you really think that you should get. Mm. A lot of times that's at the bottom of this. And um, so, I mean, what have you seen, Otto? I, I don't know why, but in this moment, I'm my, my memories are hearkening back to one of the biggest, craziest, most insane examples of this. We had coaching clients. This has been, I don't know, 12 or 13 years ago now. And these coaching clients came to see us and she the it was in this case it was the woman who was extremely jealous and truthfully honestly the only thing wrong in their relationship might have been that the man was too nice hmm. <laughs> and Can you that? and the what would happen is the man let's say that they would go out to a restaurant and the man would be having uh, brief conversations with a server or somebody that mm-hmm. the hostess stand or uh, people that were in the lobby waiting to be served at a restaurant just like they were waiting to be served. And this woman would just get furious because she believed that he wanted to be with that other woman. Right. And I'm going to go back to what I just said about not feeling important enough to him about not getting his attention. 
And it can be blown way out of proportion with our thoughts and the stories that, well, he wants to be with somebody else. When, you know, you're you're sitting in a restaurant and he's jovial, you know, making conversation with the server or whatever, and and she instantly is going to make stories up that he wants to be with her. You talk about the other person. Yes, the other the server, and and what really you know she doesn't feel important, and feeling important is so much of an inside job. You're so right because I'm remembering this couple, and I'm remembering this woman. This woman was I, I would even put her in the beautiful category. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was. Uh, trim uh, and uh, in some ways uh, sexy, but 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 you know not not overtly. But she was. I, I would put her in the beautiful category, but not in the model kind of category. But just she was beautiful. I thought, mm-hmm. and here it was. She is totally eaten up, hijacked by jealousy on frequent occasions, and so totally you know, bypassing the fact that these other women don't have anything over her mm-hmm. except for the fact that her jealousy very well could be the thing that would be pushing her guy away. In this particular case, this guy was just flabbergasted that she would be this way because in his mind, he totally adored her. Mm-hmm. He totally adored her and he was just at his wits end trying to figure out what was going on but in her mind there was something to fear Mm -hmm. something to be worried about and in fact what was even even crazier was she was on the lookout for evidence to support her thinking that had been hijacked by jealousy so she would constantly be on the lookout for validation and support of what her thoughts were telling her that she was believing. And that's really, really common, Otto, when people have a lot of jealous thoughts and stories that they weave, is to be on the lookout for that evidence and to say, yes, okay, here it is. Yep, yep, I'm I'm sure about that. And, you know, sometimes... There, there is, you know, there is something going on, lying, cheating, whatever, in, in some cases. But you know what we say is that that's not a jealousy problem. That is a problem of um, agreements and a problem of trust. It's also a problem of commitments. Sure. It, it, yeah. And And so that's that's really um having a conversation with that person and seeing what they want in a relationship um and what you want is really important yeah and you know as far as being hijacked by jealousy um the first place to really start is look at okay is there really something that I should be paying attention to that I'm not? Some actions 
um, you know, by my partner, without all the stories, is there something that I need to pay attention to and to have a conversation about commitment? So you're talking about, is there some legitimate reason why you know, I should be concerned or that mm-hmm. person should be concerned about whether that partner is following through on their agreements or not? And stripping away the stories. Yeah. Um, I, and, you know, I know that that's not so easy, but when you really strip the stories away and just look at what is, then you'll get an idea, okay, what what's my next move here? And your next move is to look at the stories that you're weaving and are they true? How can somebody know? I mean, it might be helpful for us to to dive just for a moment into the question of how will somebody know whether there's something really to be concerned about, really something that that's off in the relationship, or whether they're just caught up in a story? How does somebody know that they're in a story? Well, going back to your example, um, you know, she can look at that and see if her story about what she's weaving in her mind that he wants to be with that server is really true. And what evidence is there besides him being nice to her? Is there any evidence? And if you're weaving a story, then it will be pretty obvious you know, and, and, you know, going back to my episode when we were first together, what, 23 years ago or something so, like yeah. that? Yeah, it was a lot of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think I, the story I was weaving is that I don't have enough time with you. Mm. And, you know, of, of your attention, uh, totally on me. And, and when I looked at that story, it's that, okay, I don't have to have his attention all the time when we're together, you know, to be okay. What you're really pointing to, what I love about this is what you're talking about is when, when somebody has been hijacked by jealousy... There's something that they are wanting in, in a lot of cases. There's something that's being wanted that they may not even be aware of. They may not even be conscious about, but there's something that they're wanting that isn't there. So that's one aspect. The other aspect is there's a true fear going on mm-hmm. that if this happens, oh, I see it, you know, this is for real he or she is going to uh, want this person and they're going to leave me. And then, you know, then the whole story starts getting weaved even deeper about what that means about you. Oh, I'm unlovable. I'm Mm -hmm. not wanted. I'll never be able to find a partner. This is the one for me. I knew it was, this was my soulmate. And what happened, you know, on and on and on instead of just really stopping. Mm Mm-hmm. So that is so key, is anytime you've been hijacked by jealousy, 
is stopping, Mm. slowing it all down and coming to a complete standstill in your own mind and not just looking for the evidence of whether this is really true or not, but, but really taking a look at when is, you know, the evidence, yes, but how else has this been, how else has this played out in my life? You know, is, is there any aspect of my past that I'm bringing forward into the present moment? Is there any part of the future that I'm bringing to this moment that might be a Mm -hmm. fear, a Mm -hmm. doubt, a concern that really isn't based on any kind of truth at all, but it's just in this moment, my mind is running away with me. And in this moment, it just feels so real. Yeah. I think you bring up a good point because when I think about it, um, we, when we were first together, I was really fearful that I was so, I was 16, still am, 16 years older than you. And I thought that you wouldn't want me after a while. So that was part of it. And I think uncovering these hidden beliefs that are driving these stories is, is uh, you know, really, really good to look at. And also... You know, a lot of times when somebody is has jealous reactions, there are you just can't stop yourself from asking the questions. Well, did you really want her? Well, you know, she was pretty. Well, you know, I'm I'm just not as pretty or whatever, whatever the question is. That's you know. like that's like the setup for a really bad <laughs> I, that's a really bad idea. If you're playing this out in your mind mm-hmm. and you're trying to set your partner up for, oh, is she pretty? Is he is he mm-hmm. good looking? You know, what what about, you know, it's on and on and on. Yeah, and, and I think that stopping yourself from those, if you've asked those questions a hundred times or however many times. Or, or even once. And your partner is tired of it and really, um, you know, becoming resentful. I've seen that in a lot of cases. Then you have the opportunity to see beyond that. Wait a minute. Those questions have never brought me what I want. Yeah. I'm going to stop and just actually see what's going on and not react from habitual fear because that's basically what it is is it's some fear inside you that you don't have to react to there is a choice here and it doesn't look like a choice because being hijacked by jealousy uh, means that you know you're you're slammed a lot of times (laughs) yes and but what we've seen helping lots of people with this is that you can slow it all down and have a choice but you do need to do that (laughs) you do you do need to see your habitual reactions and and just choose to not do them you know, we, as you mentioned, as coaches, we've worked with so many people over the years that had jealousy issues and 
And, you know, in, there have been many cases where they, they, people just plain destroyed their uh, what would have been, could have been, and was a really good relationship because of jealousy. And I'm just wondering um, if there was one thing that we could each share with somebody that's listening of the most important thing to do if you've been hijacked by jealousy or somebody that you're in a relationship has been hijacked by jealousy. I'm just wondering what we would share. What would be the most important thing? For me, it's knowing that number one, you're not a jealous person. You don't have to classify yourself that way. You may have had jealous reactions, but you don't have to classify yourself that way. And you don't have to live with that. You can break through. I think for me, it would be just simply stopping, getting quiet, and then, and only then, are you in a position where you can investigate the story that you're living from. You can never investigate the story that you're living from when you're caught up in the moment when you've been hijacked. But the time to investigate the story, and the time also, by the way, to have conversations with people in your world, are also when you're calm, when you're peaceful, when you're not in any kind of uh, upset or altered state because of your jealousy. And that's the time to really share and talk about just what's going on within you and to be willing to be vulnerable enough to share with the people in your world what's going on within you and for you to really see it. This is what's going on. It's not real, but it sure feels real in that moment. So to be able to share that with the person in your world, to really be willing to be vulnerable, that can be huge because once that other person understands it, it's a whole lot different deal than, oh my goodness, why are they like this? So once somebody can understand, I mean, it's that way with anything in relationship is, once you understand it, it, it can certainly change. I know there was a woman in, that's, uh, that I'm in contact with frequently uh, in an organization that I work with, and she was doing things that just was really upsetting. And I didn't realize that she was physically ill. She wasn't feeling mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Once I understood what was going on with her, I could have compassion. I could have some sort of um, you know, good feeling about about her and the way she was acting, the way she was coming across. But unless I, but because I didn't understand, there's a lot of judgment on my part. And that's the same way it is with people who are uh, living with somebody who's been hijacked by jealousy. So, well, I, but I want to add, Otto, that sometimes the person is really tired of dealing with false accusations and the questions. And, uh, I mean, I've seen this a lot. So bringing that person into this uh, whole thing 
might, may not work at first, but they will see when you are beginning to heal and making other choices. So with what you just said, I also think that it's important to share with the folks listening that one of the biggest things is to own your part in what's going on. Mm-hmm. That if you don't own your part in what's going on, nothing is going to change. Right. And we have a free report, Seven Jealousy-Stopping Secrets at nomorejealousy.com that we'd love for you to sign up for if you're interested. And uh, yeah, yeah, it'll give you a place to start. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life, or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it. If you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.